Hey there, this is Bo James, and on behalf of the Wix Church of the Nazarene, I just want to say thank you for joining us. I believe there is something for you in this message, and I pray that it will help you grow your faith. Enjoy. How are y'all doing? Good? See, I'm going to run this like a teen class. Y'all are going to have to work with me. They have to talk to me. Well, God's been speaking to me this week, and He's given me a message uh, technically, this this word has been in my life for a long time, but I feel like he wants me to share it with you. So, Amy Jo, if you could give me my verse, please. Today, uh, we're going to be in Proverbs. And let's see. Trust in the Lord as needed. Follow your understanding and seek his will when you need it. And do what feels best. Huh? Oh. Oh, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. That was common life practices. That wasn't the ver- That wasn't the Bible. My bad. Um, okay, so maybe, maybe y'all can help me. Uh, maybe we could all just read it together. Only this time, let's try what's on the screen. <clears throat> Trust in the Lord with all your heart... Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Dear Lord, this is the word you've given us. Let us take it into our hearts and conceive it as you have. We love you. Amen. So I kind of messed it up there at first, right? Sometimes it, you know, the world gets away a with us and uh, it doesn't quite come out like we read it. Like, like I started, this verse was first uh, read to me back many years ago in teen class. Uh, I should have brought the Bible where I had it all highlighted and circled. Uh, but it's something that I've always leaned on. Anytime I have questions or, uh, you know, I just don't know what to do, I always come back to this verse. And oddly, even though I've always leaned on it, and I've always trusted in these words, I never knew who wrote them until this week when I started uh, preparing for this message. So Proverbs, as some of you might know, is uh, listed by Solomon, the great king, the son of David. And uh, these are words that he wrote down to help us in our lives and share some of that wisdom that God gave him. So we're, we're just going to step through this. We're just going to break it down. Uh, but we're, we're going to have to kind of zoom out, I think. If y'all have been going through the reading with us that BJ has uh, provided for us, there's something that, a pattern, that it just, it's over and over and over. And some of you might know what I'm talking about. I see some heads nodding. Uh, so if we zoom out and we look at, let's look at the Moses and the Israelites with Moses. Uh, did they... Trust in God all the time and always do what's right? 
No. <laughs> Maybe once, right? Once they slipped up? Maybe all the time? <clears throat> so it's over and over. They, they trust in God. Things go well. They lose their faith. Sometimes God's anger lashes out. Sometimes they fall to the hands of others. Uh, they had to roam the wilderness for 40 extra years just because they didn't have the trust and the faith that God was going to carry them into the land that he would promise them. Uh, that's a big oops. <laughs> that's a lot of lack of faith to, to miss out on the promises of God. Uh, so we go past Moses into Judges. Well, that fixed everything, right? Every, they, they trusted in God then. They didn't ever mess up, right? Maybe not. Maybe that's what the judges were for. They, they constantly were turning God's people back towards God and, and representing God's people in a way that God would have it. Well, then we get to David. And David did. He did pretty good. <laughs> He, he did well. Uh, he still had his flaws and that caused his, you know, his own issues. But he brought us, uh, from one of those issues came Solomon. And Solomon is read, to, it's stated that he knew, he had wisdom abundantly beyond any that ever were or will be. On human, and that wisdom came from him seeking God, and he asked for wisdom from God, not for riches or fame or any of the things that we can get caught up in. But even Solomon, how did his reign end? If anybody was reading in this, not too well. Let's see, he, he honored God with most of his life, but then towards the end of his reign, he allowed other uh, pagan shrines and, and things to be built, which was not trusting wholly in God. It was allowing other gods into their kingdom that, he, that God could not support. So just like all the other methods before, Solomon's reign fell. Um, in the kings that follow, the pattern continues over and over. Uh, you, you read, they, they did what was right in the Lord's eyes, but they did not trust wholeheartedly, or they did not uh, remove all the gods before them. So there was an issue with trust over and over. But from that, we've learned... And nowadays, we don't have a problem with trust, right? <laughs> don't laugh. This is real. We, we got to figure it out. We trust wholeheartedly, right? In God alone. <laughs> yeah. Don't rush me to the point. Uh, so we, we trust in God and sometimes other people and family and money, right? Because... Money will get me through. Uh, we trust in ourselves because I know me. I can trust me, right? 
so I can trust my own abilities. Um, and then, you know, there's Jesus. We trust in Jesus also. But that's, that's not what the verse said. It doesn't say, let's see, what was my uh, original? Trust in the Lord as needed. That's not scripture, is it? But sometimes I feel like that's uh, how we live our lives. We trust in the Lord as needed, not necessarily wholeheartedly. Hopefully I'm not the only one working on this in my life. I, I think, judging by the giggles, you know, there's some of you that will agree with me and uh, can learn something today. So if trust wasn't difficult enough, now we move on to the understanding. Our understanding, as I see it, impacts every other aspect of our life. My understanding of what Sandy told me this morning impacts my thoughts about what about Sandy. It impacts my actions of how I speak to her. Uh, it may impact my relationship or my attitude or any part of me is changed by my understanding of what you or us or this place. So understanding it holds a very valuable, strong part of your life. And I feel like constantly I am going by my understanding. We go by our understanding. But as we go through in this verse, depend not not, that's the hard part, on your own understanding. Doesn't mean we shouldn't try to figure out the situation, because it's, it's in there, but it's not solely on me to try to figure this out. I can rely on God to fill in the gaps and to show me the pieces that I don't understand. Uh, my biggest revelation of 2020, I'm sure everybody's got one of those, wrote down, is uh, nobody fully understands me except Jesus. The sooner we can understand that, <laughs> if, if I don't even know if I understand myself fully. You know, I'm constantly trying to learn and grow in God's Word, and I'm constantly learning things about myself that I didn't know. So if I don't if I'm trying to understand myself and what God has for me, how can I fully understand your life or somebody else's life? There's so much there that we cannot figure out on our own, and we need God's grace to help us discern situations, and we need patience, and we need room for people to... Uh, you know, figure things out. I feel, how often do we act on that, that only our understanding in a situation when we're communicating with people 
And our understanding of the situation is how we have turned our opinion and act without checking that with God to see if there's something more there or allowing grace for others to have flaws. I think that goes along with uh, where we can be slow to speak and be humble and really allow the Holy Spirit to come in and help us to understand situations and know that we're not always going to completely understand. Uh, You know, that's for God to know everything. Our job is to continue in our life and follow His will for our life, not to know everything about everybody's situation. So do not depend on your own understanding. Make sure you leave room for God and His understanding to lead your life. Now, whose whose will are we living for? Verse 6, seek His will in all you do. Whew. We should have stopped at verse 5. This just gets harder and harder. Maybe it's a good thing I didn't go to verse 7. It really, if, if he wouldn't have said all, if it just would have been seek his will and live your life, you know, together, that's easier, right? It's easier to focus on what I want, but then also kind of consider God's. But that's not what he wants of us. He wants us to seek his will in everything we do. Every decision we make, every place we go, every, every part of our life, every reaction we have, is it God's will? I have goals and dreams. I'm sure, does anybody else have some goals or some dreams? What they want to do? Some of y'all don't. Y'all are just hanging out. Just living life as it comes. Not very ambitious. (laughs) Uh, In any of our goals and dreams... It's good to have those. It's good to look for things. You know, I, I have goals and dreams for this church and for the youth group. I have goals and dreams for my house and my family and the kids. You know, I have their dreams and goals. Um, but no matter what those are, whether it's a move, uh, you know, maybe a job or owning a business or getting married, having kids... Let us talk to you about that one first. It's not easy. (laughs) Uh, Every goal we have in our life, we need to check with God. Because if our goal does not align with God's will, then we spend our life fighting for something we're not meant to do, and it'll never fulfill us. not only in goals, but also in our struggles. Maybe a job is terrible and uh, 
it just seems like if you quit and leave, things will get better. Or uh, maybe marriage isn't working out. Maybe your relationship isn't working. And it just seems easier to just quit and leave. Maybe even in family you have tension. And it just seems like it's easier to push that family away and ignore them. But all these things we should check with God. What is your will in this situation? How will you lead me through this? We've already determined our understanding of a situation is only based off of what we know, which is very minimal compared to what God knows. So, from that perspective of not knowing the whole situation, how would I be able to make a good decision on the situation? simple thing to me is let God have it. Check your plans with God. Check your struggles with God. And follow His will as He shows it to you. The next thing I want to talk about is the direction of this. So, if we figure out how to trust in God, we humble our understanding and understand that we don't fully understand everything. And we start to seek His will. It says, seek His will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Now this stood out to me. And I thought this was over. I thought we were wrapping up when I was going through my notes. But this stood out. He will show you which path to take. Not, he will show you all of your future and plan your whole life. He will show you which path to take. So, we trust in God for a situation. We seek His will of that situation. And then He shows us the direction or the path. Start going this way. He doesn't say, you're going to go this way and then there and then there and there. We don't have that. We just know, start going this way. Well then, what happens when we get over here? We don't know what to do again. We trust in God, seek His will in this situation, and He guides our path. Maybe it's somewhere we didn't think we were going. We thought we were going that way. But God's path takes us this way. You see, it's not, it's not a one-and-done thing. This isn't a moment in your life. This is every day, every moment. Trust in God. Seek His will. Follow the path He gives you. Repeat as necessary. <laughs> uh, you know, the, we saw it in the history, the children of Israel struggling over and over with this through Moses' time and David's time, where they sought God, but then would turn away from Him. And back and forth, they're like, oh yeah, we do need God, and they go back. But this seems easier, so they turn away. I can't do this, we need God. 
ah, but now everything's good. This seems fun. Let's go do this. History shows us over and over that we can't do it alone without God. They struggled. The church nowadays struggles with this. And ultimately, I struggle with it. I constantly am looking for God's will in my life, but constantly getting distracted. You know, 2020 was quite a thing for all of us. And uh, I'll just share a little bit about mine. As most of y'all know, when the virus started coming out and things started escalating, none of us really knew how to act. We were all processing in our own own little world, and we were seeking God in our world of what do we do. And at the time, when we felt like it was in our best interest for me to move out of the house, isolate the family and kids, that way we didn't have to worry about it getting to them until we could figure out what this was. And looking back, you know, did that affect any outcome of the virus in our household? I don't know. As far as I know, I never got it. I never would have brought it home, but we don't know. What I do know is during that time, it drew me to seek God. What, you know... Why is this God? What do I do? Where do I go with this? Because I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm outside of my house with my family just inside the door, but I can't see them, and I don't know how to handle this. So that drew me closer to God. The benefits that I know came out of that is my son is healthy, running around, and we know... We now know more about his, his uh, issues there and know how to prevent it and how to keep him healthy. Um, our whole family in general is closer because now it's a whole lot easier for me to say, no, I don't have time for this. I'm going to see my family. Where before, life had gotten me so busy. And it wasn't bad things. It was helping with this, helping this, helping this person. It was just constant over and over and over. We can almost get so carried away trying to do good that we forget to focus on God and our family and what's important. And for me, that was what 2020 changed. It taught me and reminded me how to seek God and seek His will. And even though I see something and I want to help, and it would be good of me to help, but I check with God, is this something that I need to focus on? Or is somebody else going to feel that? And if God says, no, that's not for you, then I go back to what God has me focusing on. Because I can't fix everything, turns out. Turns out there's some things I try to fix, I can't do it, and Dad has to do it. And that's physical things. <clears throat> but that, that's how I learned through 2020 to, to seek God. 
You know, this verse has always been with me. But sometimes it takes a struggle like that to learn more about what you need to do and how you need to do it. So, what I want to leave you all with today, I didn't take too much of your time today. BJ told me not to worry about the time. She said that's just numbers. How do you trust in God? It's a deep one. It's a deep question because it's not something I can just say, hey, trust in God. Okay. You know, if I tell you, uh, hey, go back and get me a pencil from the booth, you know how to do that, right? Walk back, get a pencil, return. Easy. But if I say trust in God, well, what is that? What is that? How do I just do that? It's not so easily obtained. It takes years of practice and it takes our focus to God and asking for his discernment for us to be able to trust in him. So one way to get started is in the quiet. Me and Diane had a conversation this morning. She said God wakes her up at night to talk to her because that's when it's quiet. Yesterday, I had some of my best conversations with God fixing fence or building fence. It was quiet. There's no one around. Just me, the cows, and the fence. So ask God to speak to you. And when you hear that voice, trust in that. Whatever He tells you in that moment, trust in that. Remember that it probably is not going to make sense. It may. But it very well may not. We have to remember that we are not always going to understand God's will, if hardly ever. (laughs) Uh, His will is much more complicated than we can understand. Remember that others are not going to understand it. One thing in in our time separated during 2020... We had people, and I know they were trying to encourage us, but they would say, don't lose your faith. And I'm, I'm thinking, lose our faith? <laughs> you know how much we're praying? <laughs> you know how much more we're digging in trying to find our faith? But that's not what they saw. That's, that Our walk with God was not theirs, so they couldn't understand it. Now, did we need to remember not to lose our faith? Yes, we That's a good encouragement. Um, But it's just, my walk with God is not going to look like Gerald's. Or it's not going to look like Silas's. It's going to be completely different. We listen to what God tells us, and we follow that in His will for us. And we trust that God is working all things for the greater good. So even though others may not understand it, continue to seek His will. And remember, this is not a one-time thing. This is any time you come up to a decision in your life, you need to seek God's will 
and trust Him in that will. And know that He will give you a direction that may not make sense and it may not be a clear path of where you're heading. But if you're trusting in God, He will bring you through it. Y'all please pray with me. Dear Lord, I thank you for this word today. I thank you for how it's spoken to me. I pray that you feed it out to each one of the people here today and online as they need it. Help us be strong in you and trust in you when it's not easy. Give us the courage and the faith. And help us to understand what we need to understand for your will to be accomplished. Help us be at peace with the understanding that you do give us and at peace with that that we don't have. Lord, I love this church. I love these people. I know you're working great things here, and I I pray that your will be done in this place with these people in each of their lives. Guide them. Guide me to seek your will and do as you have called us to do. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. Amen. Well, thank you all for joining me today. Hey, I hope you received exactly what you needed from that message. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or you can always find us in person if you're in the area. If you'd like to support our ministries, you can find us on Tithely. Thank you to those who support our church. I hope you will subscribe and join us on the next one. And remember, you are loved.